This is Matt Riddle, NXT superstar, the King of Rose, and you're listening to Who Got Next. birthday to you oh god you live in a shoe you look like zelina and you act like her too wow (laughs) what's up everybody and welcome to a birthday edition for one of us episode of who got next your weekly podcast bringing you all the news and reviews for the best brand going nxt we're going into a world's collide pay-per-view royal rumble weekend because of course it is not a takeover but bringing you all that i am phil cataldo but you can call me philium alongside the birthday girl celebrating her quinceanera this weekend mm-hmm. <laughs> mj santi what's up birthday well um, guess what I, i'm fucking use it again because it is it. always funny i don't care it's always funny and i'm gonna use it again next year Oh god. Whatever. Whatever. We are recording this late because of course Grey's Anatomy decided, hey, we're gonna do a fucking two hour special. Right. <laughs> well so by the previews tonight, it looks like Grey's is gonna be on at nine again from yeah. now on. So that uh, means we can by, actually record earlier next by the time. Pre- by the previews tonight, or by the end of both episodes, it looks like uh, Grace is fucking getting ready to go to the end and they're transferring people over to Station 19 because it looks like Jackson and Miranda are going over there and they're slowly getting rid of Grace. That's what um, the feeling I got. The vibe if I got. you know anything about those two shows, you would know. And I don't even watch Station 19 and I know this. They always have Grey's Anatomy cast on that show. No, I know because they crossed over because it's Seattle. But I'm just saying. So today was a crossover event. I get it, but I guarantee you. Yeah, but characters are dating characters. Okay, Miranda has been married to Warren since the start of Station 19. I know, but I'm saying that's like saying, you know, Rhea Ripley started doing stuff in NXT. Now she's NXT champion. And trust me. I didn't miss a word because we will talk about that in a second. But finish yelling at me. It's your birthday. You're allowed to yell at me this week. You're just an idiot that doesn't understand the shows. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think Grace is gonna soon come to the end. I think. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Very, but it has nothing to do with that. I think it's just the fact that it's been on for so long, and they literally have three people left of the original cast, and that's it. Yeah, I know, but don't you think that? No. In order to ensure nope. that Station 19 is going to get higher ratings, you're going to keep as many characters from Grey's as possible since nope. they're in the same city. Nope. I'm just saying. I don't They'll make the They'll probably rules. make appearances. Yeah. But, like, that's about you it. Make appearances that has nothing by... to do with the ending of Grey's. Listen, you make appearances by having Jackson They've been appearing. the other chick. Bailey has been appearing on the show since it premiered. I know, but what about so, Jackson? Like, because he's dating that stupid ass chick that needs to stay on her own show and stop going to Grey's Anatomy and stop dating him. Well, he needs so, to fucking get out of here because I don't like him either. Get him off my station 19. Just saying. No, I don't like that you motherfucker. You don't even watch that show. So don't say get yes, off I, my actually, station 19. Actually, I do watch station 19 with Brittany. So you look like you should be on up. the Duck Dynasty right now with that hat and your beard. What hat? It's a Chicago hat. 
the style of it, from what I see, I just feel like you should be on Duck Dynasty right now. No beard shaming, okay? You can yell at me, but you can never shame this beard. I just did. It's, only, it's the only thing I have going for me, okay? I just did. Only thing I have going for me. But, uh, yeah, this is a wrestling podcast. <laughs> and we have Worlds Collide coming up this weekend for NXT and NXT UK. And we have Royal Rumble weekend. So let's just jump right into the news. Now, this is news that MJ brought to me. And it's more of a rumor, but I'm starting to see... A lot of these wrestling dirt sheets and the wrestling sites uh, start to report on it. And usually we don't talk about stuff like this, but there's something interesting with the wording of these tweets that NXT is starting to put out for the weekend. Uh, Like, for example, they put out a tweet earlier that said, you know, something along the lines of like, oh, does Tony Storm have a chance to leave Worlds Collide with the hashtag NXT championship? And you're like, I mean, she's not going against Adam Cole. What? What is this? So, for people who don't know, the rumor out there is that NXT is getting rid of the woman in the women's championship. So, as it stands right now, the women's championship would also be called the NXT championship. Mm-hmm. Now, you brought me this news. I'll let you start it off. How do you feel about this? Um, I, I don't know. I just like, I, I think that the solution to that should have been more of naming the NXT championship that Adam Cole has, the NXT men's championship. Because mm-hmm. I honestly see, apparently Becky had commented on this on the um, backstage show or whatever yep. that they had. It- did that. you see the tweet she put out like a, like a within the last hour? No, no. Okay, I haven't been on I, why Twitter. you? All right, I'll read it to you. I'm uh, I'll find it. But uh, go ahead, continue what you're saying. Um, but I do think because one of the things I think that she mentioned, um, was something that always bothered me is like when it was a women's match, they would announce it's a women's division match, but if it was a men's match, they wouldn't say that. Or a tag team match, they don't say that. So, like, I just don't understand why they always had to be like, this is a women's division match. We see two women fighting each other. We know that it's a women's division match. You don't have to point it out. Yeah. So, I see the whole, like, wanting it to be more, like, instead of singling out the women. I mean, because the Cruiserweight Championship is called Cruiserweight Championship because it's for the Cruiserweights. So, like, I don't mind it being called the women's championship. But I do think that they should call the guys one the men's championship. That's my thing. I I 100% agree with you. So here's the statement that Becky Lynch put out a couple hours ago. She put, I guess people were starting to get at her or maybe blaming her for this because I don't know why she would even comment on it. So she put, my comment about removing the word women from the conversation wasn't about renaming the division. It is about beginning to rethink it. I wasn't advocating for any changes in title names or anything else like I'd have the power but simply an equal volume of opportunities that are based on skill and not gender. The term women can limit openings because phrases like there's already a woman's match in the show is still in wrestling's historical DNA. Mm -hmm. We're all just superstars who want our shots and places on the shows if we earn and deserve them. I'd simply love to get to a place where there's three women's matches on a pay-per-view or 10 or none. If it so happens, we're not serving the audience. 
So, I mean, I agree obviously, I didn't even realize people were coming at her, but... So here are my thoughts. Of course, thoughts it's wrestling fans. And since yeah, she made the comment before this her. news like came yeah. out, they're going to blame her. So here's my thoughts on it. I 100% agree with you. Uh, I think an easy fix is calling it the men's championship, the women's championship. Because now what's going to happen, and WWE is fucking always does this shit, they're too quick to jump to changes, right? It doesn't make sense that... Adam Cole and Rhea Ripley are potentially going to be both the NXT champion. It's confusing. It's not a male or woman thing. It is literally just confusing. Because if you think about it, like, I mean, obviously we know the difference as fans. But if, let's say, they go on a radio show or they go on a TV show and you're promoting the brand or you're promoting something and they're both on the same show. Welcome NXT champion Adam Cole and NXT champion Rhea Ripley. It doesn't make sense. Yes, UFC uses uh like men's and, and women's right but they say like the ufc bantamweight men's bantamweight champion blah 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 the ufc women's bantamweight champion like that's where they use it but it don't take away the word woman but like because now it's just gonna be too confusing and it's retarded or if you want to change it how it is be like hey uh maybe call adam cole's title something different like the nxt universal championship as dumb as that sounds, listen, I'm just saying. No, the like, solution, can... the whole issue here is about the differentiating between the men and the women and pointing out everything. Well, this is the women, this, women, that. But then for the men, it's just seen as like that's just the general thing. Whereas like the women are just like still like their own separate and not up to the men because the men don't need it pointed out. Just like the cruiserweights, like they're not as like important in a way and i think that's where they're coming with for like this so i do think they should just men's championship tag team championship every division has a name and you stick to that name because then it it gets it's just too much it's just too much because don't don't take away all the names unless you're gonna have them all fight each other because then it becomes confusing there's too many titles the same name so it's gonna be the wwe champion and then the w what are the what's the title on Raw gonna be? The WWE champion, and then on SmackDown it's gonna be the SmackDown WWE champion, the Raw WWE. It doesn't make any sense. Well, no, because it's the Universal champion and then the WWE champion. No, I know, but like if you think about it, right? Let's say you would have the WWE champion and then the WWE Raw champion on Raw, and then the right. Universal champion and then the WWE SmackDown champion. You get what I'm saying? Or yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's confusing. I just think what they needed to do was get rid of the whole, like, women's things when it comes to, like, the matches and all the other stuff. I think for the title, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. They should just add the men's, the men's title. I agree. I 100% agree. Um, and, you know, we would love to hear what you guys think. So if you have an opinion on this or you kind of want to, you know, give your two cents about what you think. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Who Got Next Pod and let's keep this conversation going. But from now, or for now, let's get into this week's episode of NXT. We got the two semifinals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, uh, and then leading into the finals, and we got all the hype going into NXT Worlds Collide. So now, looking at this match card, we're not going to go through every single match, but I do want to touch on some things. So. How did you feel about the Undisputed Era versus the Grizzled Young Vets? I was pretty much sur- 
really surprised at how that match ended and the winner of that. I was surprised, but I was happy because, I mean, not like I dislike Undisputed, but I just, I know that they've been in the Dusty Classic a lot. And I think this was more of like different and more of like a shocker, like, oh, wow. Like, they actually lost. Because, I mean, I'm sure everyone assumed they would be the last, one of the last teams. Mm-hmm. And this entire thing, if not winning it, so. hmm I mean, considering NXT has no tag teams, right? And I mean, they have I mean, a f- couple. They have two tag teams. I don't count Riddle and Dunn as a tag team because they're not going to stay. I wasn't counting them either. But who's the other ones? They have... Undisputed Era and and Street Profits, not Street Profits, uh, Forgotten Sons. That's it. Everybody else in the tournament is a UK tag team. That's true. But it, it's so as far as the match, though, it was a great match. Um, you know, Gibson and Drake are fantastic at getting heat, especially Gibson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, the ending was shocking to me because, like you said, you know, we all thought Undisputed Era would at least be in the finals, right? Right. Um, so it was cool that Imperium got involved. The one thing that I didn't like, because we'll talk about the match right after this, I don't like that Undisputed Era then didn't cost Imperium their match. Imperium just lost, straight up, clean that finish. That was weird. And I was like expecting them to come out. I know, I know they came out afterwards, and it was like a big brawl or whatever. Oh, no, that was at the end? That was after the main event. Okay, okay. But to, maybe they were saving it for that. But like, still, it didn't make sense. Like, I feel like you could have did it multiple times throughout the night. I feel like Undisputed Era should have had something to do with it other than just having the thing. But, I mean, the match is great. The Grizzly Young Vets are awesome. Um, and the crowd hates them. So, it'll definitely be really cool. The one thing I'm shocked at is that it's happening next week, the finals, and not yeah. at the TakeOver. I thought they'd kind of, like, stretch it out a little bit more. Um, I guess with TV, I mean, we're, we're supposedly getting uh, Tegan versus Dakota next week, which is super shocking. I hope that match doesn't happen. I hope, like... It's more storytelling elements that gets that match to not happen. And, uh, you know, maybe Dakota doesn't show up. Maybe Dakota attacks Tegan backstage. And we can stretch it out to take over in, in uh, Portland. I think that would be really great. Uh, but now, as far as that, I want to go to the next tag team match, which was Riddle and Pete Dunne versus Imperium, which I thought this match, yet again, was excellent. For Riddle and Dunne not being a tag team, they do a lot of tag team shit, they do. like a, more than like actual tag teams do on the main roster. So it's like their their gear matches, they're doing moves into moves, like they're very much working together. Um, of course, like I said, they they were able to get the win to this match. But what do you think of the match itself? I thought it was, I mean, no surprise, it was a great match, and. Um... The one thing, because, like, I know in the match, Pete Dunne was playing off, like, the knee injury that he had. Yeah, I thought he actually got hurt. So. Well, that's, like, that that one part where he kind of, like, went to get up on the ropes and, like, mm-hmm. slipped. Yep. And I was, like, it's one of two things. He It was either a real slip that he pretended was the fake injury. Yeah. Or the entire thing was fake. Either way, I think that was absolutely genius because they looked a hundred percent real the entire yeah. thing. I th- I was worried. I thought it did. I was worried. Yeah, I know. I was like, wait a minute, and then I saw like you know, I saw. I think I saw him mouth the words like "I'm fine" to the ref, and then that's when I was like, wow. What well, was like when he he falls right, and then he like 
barely gets to Riddle in the corner, and he tags out, and then he just doesn't even stand on the apron. He's, mm-hmm. like, uh, like kneeling on the outside. I was like, oh, no, did he just get hurt? Because remember, this is live now. So, you know, it's not like they could restart the match or they could maybe cut the match or say whatever, right? For storyline purposes, like if he got hurt, he got hurt. Um, so it, it, it got me worried a little bit. I think that it, it's probably more what you think in the lines of like he did slip and he's so good at what he does. And, you know, they've trained him so well down there that uh, he just went with it and was yeah. like, all right, I'm going to sell my knee now because I slipped and I got hurt. So we're going to kind of sell it, but I'm okay. Which I think is great. I'm pretty sure that, you know, the four people in that match talked to each other and were able to get through that spot and able to probably work the knee. Like, they didn't even realize they were doing, but... Yeah. It was a incredible match, right? I think people are so behind Riddle, and I know I'm on here, like, he should turn heel, he should turn heel. I think he should still, but as a baby face, he's just fantastic. He, he gets is. the crowd super behind him, and it's awesome. Uh, did were you able to catch the interview they did afterwards on the stage? The, with, uh, yeah. With 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 Gibson and uh, Drake and then the oh bros yeah wings. yeah yeah that was actually <laughs> when he's but... like bro <laughs> like that shit he's like you said something about uh oh I forgot the line I should have wrote it down where when Gibson said something that could be perceived as like a weed thing yeah and he was like bro oh he was like uh you said something about something to joint like working the joint. Or something mm-hmm. to join, and he was like, "Bro, I just I lost concentration," and then the crowd was chanting what they were chanting to Riddle. Oh my god, dude, it was so funny. Like that's that's why people love Riddle because it's yeah. just fun. Yeah, and then like Pete Dunne was like, "While well, he was up high up in the clouds, yeah, like... it's so good." Those two are having so much fun together, and that's where it sucks because like I don't want them to win because they're not a real tag team, and we all know. They're not going to stay together, but they're also like the most entertaining thing in this tournament. So it's like, fuck, you know, I guess I can't be too mad if they win. Right. And we got our predictions completely wrong because I thought it was going to be Undisputed Era versus Imperium. Seeing how they have the match. I think it's a good thing. It's not, though, because then it it makes that other match so much better. So much better. What, the one at Worlds Collide? Well, just like we don't have to watch them like face each other in a big match to face each other in a big match again like i just think it makes the one to match potentially face each more, other in another big match i just think it makes it more mean more that they're gonna you know that's true because it could have been like them at worlds collide and then them in the dusty classic finals yeah. which would lead to a title shot it's just for, for yeah, a third match it wouldn't you know? even no i think they did it pretty well how they did it now another thing that happened uh the other night is Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. Now, before this starts, I want to know if you noticed it because I didn't notice it at first. But Cody, who texted me and was like, Listen, you need to go back and watch Rhea's entrance because Rhea got a new Titan Tron. And now she comes out and it's like a close up on her eyes. Mm-hmm. And like when she stomps down, it's like glass breaking. So, like, it, it's. One of my favorite things about NXT, and me and Cody were talking about this for a while the other night, is Triple H spends so much time on entrances, right? We've heard Finn Balor in the past do interviews talking about how Triple H is very big on, like, creating that atmosphere the second you walk out during your entrance, right? We see a lot of NXT talent, both both past and present. When that music hits, when their entrance hits, you are ready to go. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a reaction immediately, right? So giving Rhea Ripley something like the glass breaks on her Titan Tron is awesome, right? Because she always does the stomp. 
But like it never does anything. It's just kind of like a cool thing that she started doing. But now it plays into her entrance, which is really cool. Were you able to catch that? Um, now that you're talking about it, I think I did, but I don't think I ever really paid attention to her other ones, so I didn't. Yeah. It didn't like translate with me. Well, usually, like, and we see it with like uh, Shotzi Blackheart later in the night uh, when they're newer wrestlers. Their entrance is usually just their name. Yeah. Like, in, and then it just keeps blinking that, like, whatever their name is until they develop a character or they develop, like, uh, highlights or something like that. Then they, they kind of add to it as you go along. But it is cool to see Rhea Ripley get that entrance. But so funny thing is um, I'm, like, super hype. I'm like, oh, Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. Like, oh, my God, this is great. And in my head, I'm like, duh, I've seen this match a million times because they wrestled in Japan a million times for stardom. And then they wrestled in the yeah. uh, Mae Young Classic at Evolution that my whole row got up and I was the only fucking one sitting there. Everybody else got up. I'm like, all right, I guess nobody, this is the bathroom break match because I'm hyped for this match. I think it was just a lot of the people didn't know those two very well. So yeah, that, back then, out mm-hmm. of all the matches, those were probably, that would probably be the one that they would want to I mean, do that. looking back now, it was definitely the, the six-woman tag match between the Riot Squad and Sasha, Bailey, and Natty because the Riot Squad lost, and I'm not here to see that. I wasn't here to see it no matter who won. I just didn't care for that match. So. Well, you were still riding high like Matt Riddle for seeing Lita. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was one of the main reasons, besides the fact that it was the first all-women's pay-per-view, but Lita was going to be there. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, Evolution was so fun. I wish it would fucking stop fucking around and do another one please as long as it's in long island again well in the tri-state area so we can drive to it all right i mean that one was a pretty simple place it was simple like right but park- if they want to do it in the garden okay just as long as you don't put it in the barclay center please because it's a oh yeah pain please ass to don't get to. oh god no fuck yeah exactly it's it's I, like they wouldn't do it in, they're gonna do it in a smaller place you know they are so yeah i know where they had right. it before yeah, Nassau Coliseum is a little smaller than the Barclays Center because it's an old arena. But my thing is, for people who don't live in a tri-state area, to get to Brooklyn, it's like its own adventure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not just driving in the city. You got to drive the city. You got to cross the bridge to get in the city. You got to cross the bridge to get out of the city to go to fucking <sighs> Brooklyn. God, and, it's yeah. a pain, and there's no parking around Barclays Center. Oh, let's put this giant fucking arena in the middle of Brooklyn, but let's not give us a parking garage. There's one within kind of walking distance that me and Frankie parked. Yeah, one the time, one, the but... one and only one, and that shit gets full super fast, yeah. and they can literally and charge anything yeah. they want because there's nothing around it. Like literally, you only can park there, or you're fucked, or you're like blocks away. Yeah, I remember one when we went to SummerSlam when it was uh, Finn versus Seth. Me and Brittany parked by Pace University, which is across the bridge in Manhattan, and took the train over <laughs> because we were like, "Fuck that." That's yeah. We didn't that's usually why I um. The last couple times, besides obviously Mania, I take the train from Yonkers to Metro North, and then you get on another train. Yeah, it's super easy. It's way simpler. It's still annoying. You still have to take multiple trains, and it takes a while. Yeah, I know. know. Just to get to fucking bum-ass Barclays Center. With terrible food that's overpriced. More than the other overpriced. No, it's like more overpriced than the other overpriced arenas, I feel like. And it sucks. Well, because it's newer. Yeah, that's true. You're in line. But I'm not. as far as a match, incredible match. But that's what we expect. They, these guys, yeah. you know, Tony and EO were rivals for years, and they were gonna have this great match. Um, I don't did. 
I, for, I completely forgot how it even ended. I, Bianca I like, came out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Rhea came out, and then they were talking that shit. And I'm hyped. I know you don't like Bianca, but I'm hyped for this match. They're giving Rhea and Bianca a lot of But build, I have a question. Why did Bianca attack the other two girls? I don't know. Because? I just felt like, <laughs> like, when it happened, I'm like, but, but why? Like, I don't, isn't she, like, she's going to be in a feud now with Rhea. So, like... I don't know. It was just weird. Maybe to have a feud with Tony after. Maybe Tony loses to Rhea because of Bianca, and then that causes them to have a feud. And after Bianca fights Rhea, maybe and they loses. kind of extend it. Yeah, because I don't. I don't think. So here's the thing with Bianca and Rhea, right? It can go one of two ways. Either Bianca loses, which is predictable because she'll probably go up to Raw with the Street Profits after Mania. I think that there's going to be a lot of movement. Um, after Mania, with just kind of balancing the brands and stuff like that. Or before uh, Mania again, but then have them sit in catering until after Mania. Like they did oh, yeah, 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 like they did last year. year. Oof, I f- completely forgot about that, but that's true. Or, and now this is crazy, but hear me out. Oh, God. Johnny Gargano won that title at Mania TakeOver last year, at TakeOver New York, and then lost it at the very next TakeOver to Adam Cole. Okay. So... I know it's crazy to think that Rhea Ripley would lose. But what if Bianca beats her and for whatever reason Rhea goes up to the main roster? Just saying. I don't think it's I possible. would like that. I wouldn't like I mean, I would like it either way because Bianca would be champion. But still, I would like to see Rhea kind of stay there and kind of enjoy this greatness of the women's division. Yeah. I just one thing I don't want is a Rhea and Tony Storm feud for the title only because they did that for the NXT UK title. Mm-hmm. And because they're both baby faces. Yeah. That's, I just, that's I why. I wouldn't want to see that. I mean, they, like, yo, they they're having fun happen. on Twitter. Yeah. They're having a great time on Twitter. They're really building this feud through How Twitter, you know? which I think is pretty funny. Because they follow. Didn't you log, log out of Twitter? and I like... can still see what's happening. I still know what's happening, okay? There's other ways to get to get these things you know what i mean <laughs> but uh so now we go from that to the next match that i want to talk about and i don't even want to talk about the match because who cares about the match i want to talk about your boy joaquin wild isn't it joaquin or jo- joaquin 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 whatever the fuck his name is wild versus finn balor oh my God. and this so this was my favorite move of the night this week is not even a move. And go back and watch this match if you don't know what I'm talking about. When when Wild gets in the ring and he takes off his helmet, they pan to Finn Balor's face and he makes this look of like, what the fuck is this? He makes his face. And it is so fucking funny I that I was that. in tears laughing. I was laughing so fucking hard because like, damn, bro, you just... Like, to me as a fan, like, as me watching, being confused by Wilde's gimmick and his attire or whatever, Finn Balor doing that face just killed the gimmick for me. Like, yo, that shit's stupid, bro. Like, it's so dumb. Like, I'll never get behind it. Just look, like, Finn Balor was me. Like, I felt it. The the most baby face thing he's done <laughs> in months. <laughs> I didn't see it. But I won't go back to look at it. But, I mean, you, in fairness to you, 
You don't really look at Finn Balor's face. Not many people do when he comes out I don't to the ring. That. Yeah, you're right. He's absolutely ripped. Yeah. And other things, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So that was, that was a cool match. You know, like I said earlier, we got Shayna versus Shotzi. Shayna wins, of course, with a submission. They gave Shotzi a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, I can't think Offense. of the word. Offense. There you go. They gave Shotzi a lot of offense, but Shayna ends up winning, which I think is a smart decision. Obviously, you're not gonna have Shayna lose. Right. You want to still keep Shayna strong. Um, the one thing I wanted to talk about. So after that, did you see it was like an exclusive? Diana attacked Shotzi backstage. I did, and so I know that like you know how like last week we did the whole like question thing on Twitter. So I did yeah. that again this week, and one of them was from. Sin City Brett. Um, hey, Brett. Let's discuss how both Chelsea Greens and Deanna Perazzo's attacks have both looked weak as fuck, which is lame because both girls are better than that. So that tweet, I was like, wait, I didn't see a Deanna thing. And then so then I watched the clip. I saw the clip on Twitter and it was awful. Terrible. So... So, I need some explanation. So, when Deanna attacks her, Shotzi, she's like, you picked the wrong girl. You picked the wrong girl. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why is she sticking up for Shayna? Right? Or did Shotzi attack Chelsea somewhere? Like, I don't remember what, Shotzi doing anything she... with Chelsea Green. Um, Maybe she was the reason why Deanna was... Um... Not in the Battle Royal? Taken out. Wasn't she in the Battle Royal? And then no, she, she was wasn't. eliminated? No, she, she wasn't, wasn't in the Battle Royal. Yes, yeah, she was. She wasn't in the picture, but she was in the Battle Royal. I'm oh, pretty maybe. sure I saw her. So I think I think Diana is the one that hit Shotzi, and that's why Shotzi was out most of the Battle Royal, but not eliminated. And, oh, man. And I don't I, remember that. Well, one of us has to pay attention. So... I'm saying that. And I didn't pay attention to 90% of the show this yeah, week. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but no, I think that's what it is. But I just thought that, like, attack was... Terrible. So bad that I can't believe they... Aired it? Yeah. Like, I just... I don't know. They should be embarrassed by that. That was really bad. Well, my thing is, what are they doing? So here's my issue with... with the, something with NXT. So... In NXT wrestlers' eyes and in Triple H's eyes, they're the main roster, quotation marks. But obviously, they're not the main roster. But then you have Deanna and Chelsea Green on Raw Mm -hmm. in matches. But then they're not on Raw. Cool. So now Deanna, like, for example, this week, Deanna faced um, Sarah Logan on main event. So Mm -hmm. is Deanna on main event now? But then she's on NXT and Chelsea Green's on NXT. It's like, and I understand it's all one company, yada, yada, yada. But if you're trying to tell me as a fan that these brands are different, then you need to keep them separate. If Deanna and Chelsea are on Raw, cool. Raw needs some new blood. They need some new talent. It's pretty much the same people over and over again, right? It's fine. But they need to stay on Raw then. And why is main event even still a thing? Like, people watch that? It's on Hulu or some shit like that or something. I don't think anyone really like, watches it. But I don't know. Maybe they're just, like, 
kind of working through with them on Raw and stuff, but like want them to still establish themselves on NXT. Like, yeah, but there's know. so many other girls on NXT that are not getting chances because they're gonna eventually give them to Diana and Chelsea now. I mean, isn't that the same thing as Raw and SmackDown? There's other women that are not getting chances. There's just always women that are not getting chances. So no, no, it's true, but still, like. NXT has always been different. That's why I think, like, we talk about this all the time. The TV stuff, right, I think is changing the way NXT is fundamentally run. Because now the the chance that newer talent gets to just have a random match is gone, right? You We haven't really seen those, like, well, this is a fucking random match. Yeah. We used to see that all the time on the tapings. It would be people, and then you wouldn't see them for weeks, Right, we I know we've seen like Santana Garrett have a match here and there, and she's relatively new. Look at someone like Tenara Conti. Where the fuck is she? She's out here posting on Instagram, trying to get people to buy into her close friends Instagram shit for like fifty bucks. Like what the fuck? Are you a wrestler? Are you not a wrestler? What's going on? Are you on vacation? Are you taking time off? Like what? Because she out of all the other girls, her and Vanessa Bourne are like the ones that were used a lot but like aren't on TV anymore. And mm-hmm. yes, I understand that Aaliyah is hurt. So Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah are like a thing. They're a established act together. So if one's off, the other one's going to be off too. Fine, but like we saw in that women's battle royal, there's a ton of women. Mm-hmm. And none of them are being used. They're just kind of there. I think it's so, also with NXT like it's still pretty new to the live TV and on USA. They want to help establish, like, these other outside fans. So they're going to show, the obviously, the more familiar faces for them to get True. used to for now to help establish themselves as something that people are going to want to tune into TV to watch it. And people that didn't watch it before that maybe don't have the network or something. True. It is true. But I, I, I don't know. You, to me, you have a two-hour show. The one thing I will give credit to NXT for, I think they do better than any other wrestling show that i've seen and that is you have a two-hour show you have multiple matches on this show they make sure pretty much every week right i think there was one week they didn't but every week there's a women's match in the first hour and then there's a women's match in the second hour and if there's not there's two matches women's matches in one hour that to me is the best thing that they do aew doesn't do that raw smackdown doesn't do that Impact doesn't even do that. I mean, now they do technically because Tessa's the world champion. But still, like, the first hour, we had Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. And then the second hour, we had, leading off at 9 o'clock, we had Shayna versus Shotzi. So it's like, all right, cool. They're telling different storylines. And another women's segment that I want to get your take on, we had the the Tegan Knox promo. Kind of hyping up her and Dakota Kai. Did you do you remember seeing that, or is that one of the parts you, you didn't pay attention to? That's one of the parts I was in the background. Wow, of but, life. <laughs> so I'll I'll talk for this. So I'm honestly I'm gonna let you know. There's a lot of times when it's a backstage promo. I tune out, bro. All right, Matt Riddle. Ah <laughs> man, I just out do. Here, out here working the joint, you know, up in the clouds like Matt Riddle. Yeah, sure. But for the people who did watch it, so we've never seen Tegan like this. And this is what I love. So we've seen Dakota cut her promos, say why she turned heel, all this stuff like that. But we've never seen, like, 
kind of like the, it was like the close up on Tegan's face. And like you got to see all of her emotion, you got to feel it, you got to kind of go through it with her. And they're talking about the stuff. And then Dakota's like basically like, oh fuck her, you know, like she wasn't there for me when I didn't get picked as a captain. And like they kind of showed Dakota's side, and they're really really hyping this up, and they're showing all the 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 highlights of them fighting and Dakota attacking her and stuff like that. It's really building this up. Like it it feels like a takeover level feud it already. Does. And like like you said. They haven't really touched. Like, they've attacked each other, but they haven't, like, fought in a ring. And I hope that next week, like I said earlier, it doesn't, the bell doesn't ring and there's no match. That you, maybe Tegan takes out Dakota or whatever and they build this shit even more. Maybe they just brawl backstage and they don't even make it to the ring. And they have to be separated and they get suspended or whatever way you can get them off TV until Portland. It's only a few weeks away because it's February 16th. So it's Mm -hmm. not like... You know, it's less than a month away. You can figure something out, right? It's what, three shows, four shows, three shows? You'll be fine. You can figure it out, right? And give them this cool-ass moment. And if they do make it to take over, it'll be what I said. There'll be two women's matches on the card. Because we're looking at the Worlds Collide stuff, and they announced Mia Yim versus Kaylee Ray. And when they first announced it, I was like, hell yeah, that's dope. Two women's matches on the card, right? Nope. They're on a pre-show. Which is like, fuck. I mean, you know what I mean, like nobody watches the pre-show. Somebody has to be on the pre-show. I know, but like. But this is back to what Becky was saying. It shouldn't be. Well, there's this many women's matches. It's just matches. True, but still, like, I feel like they are. Look at it not even as a division, as a like as a gender, as a division, right? There's so many talented wrestlers in the women's division. They deserve to have a second match in the card. They should. I mean, they deserve to have as many matches as they need. You know, they can, yeah. you know, there's a lot of women. You know, we always have a lot of, I mean, takeovers generally don't have a lot of matches to begin with. But True, but the Cruiserweight match should be in the pre-show. Like, no, that I think match has been being, built the last No, week. the Cruiserweights have had time on the pre-shows forever and now that they're like more on nxt the nxt cruiserweight i think it's called i think is their time it's a champion if it's for a championship in no way should the championship be on the pre-show over a match that was just made up out of nowhere well the i mean just because it's a women's match well it's a championship match for the the nxt NXT uk Mm mm-hmm well, whatever. I still, I just don't. <laughs> and the cruiserweight match was just randomly made up like two weeks ago. Randomly made up. There was a match to qualify for it. That... I understand, but and then the other match was on NXT UK like the next day. I don't watch NXT UK. I know neither do I. So that's irrelevant. And I was home all day today. You you think that like I would have watched it, but I completely forgot that it was on air. Just uh... weird, man. See, but this is the problem. Now that NXT's not on the network, I don't go to the network unless it's a pay-per-view. So then I don't end up watching the other stuff on the network. I don't go to the network, ever. I know you don't. Because you don't have it. You can have mine. Well, you gotta give me your password again. And ladies and gentlemen, that's the conversation we have every week. (laughs) No, it's not. Yes, it is. Man, I cannot believe you turned 15 years old this week. I'm so proud of you, you know? Thanks. Appreciate it. According to my son, I'm turning five. Well, I mean. He was like, well, he said that he's turning six this year, which he is. 
mm-hmm. in August, even though he swears his birthday's coming up. Um, and I was like, okay, so how old is mommy going to be? And he goes, um, you're going to be five. And I'm like, yep, that makes sense. Math. Listen, I wasn't good at math either. Don't <laughs> knock him for it. But then now, I told him it was my birthday tomorrow. And uh-huh. he goes, again? Because my friends surprised me with a cake oh, yeah, yesterday. Uh-huh. And he's like, no, but my birthday's coming up. I'm like, seven months, kid. Seven months. Yo, he's ready. Yeah. He's turning six. And you're turning five. Nobody cares about people turning five when they're he turning six. Super Mario Party. That's what it is. Nice. How many times is that going to change before? A million. <laughs> so many times. So a little backstory. So seeing MJ with her son uh, and all the stuff MJ and her husband have to go through in this regard is making me like, damn, bro, like having a kid is stressful. So MJ's son <laughs> went from like, I want to be Spider-Man for um, Halloween. So MJ being a great parent, she is just like, oh, cool. You know, me and like her husband and, and Aiden, they're all going to match. They're mm-hmm. going to have matching family costumes. Cool. Then he goes, nah, I don't want to be that. <laughs> then he wants to be a Power Ranger. Oh, right, he well, went through every get... like every color Power Ranger too. Yeah, and then he wants to be a Power Ranger. And then at the last second, it was what was the other the show he liked? Um, it, he was Catboy for PJ Masks. Exactly, and th- all within like two weeks. <laughs> it, was like... it was awful. It was all like he's already talking about who he's gonna be for Halloween coming up. I'm like, dude, you're gonna change your mind. I'm gonna have to buy it the day a before. <laughs> yeah, exactly, a million times. These are the things of uh... you know. It's funny. Uh, that's me going to Comic-Con. You want to know what's even funnier? So you're talking about kids being stressful, and I know we're going off topic. But today, he was eating saltine crackers because, you know, he came home early from school. He wasn't feeling well. So he was eating crackers. And you know how they have, like, the sleeve of crackers? Yeah. So it was open, and he was, like, grabbing each. And then he asked me to open it more because there was a specific cracker on the bottom of the package that he wanted to eat. So, apparently, I needed to open... I didn't do it, but I'm like, that's ridiculous. But I'm like, really? <laughs> like, I have to open up the package because there's one specific one in the end you want to eat? They're all the same, dude. Yeah. That's what it's you do. kid. He's, he's copying what you're doing. So, that means I've you never, do that for I've, something. I've never yeah. done that. <laughs> like, <laughs> never. You're like, you're like, I want that piece of Ben Neal, not the other one. So, move that piece over. The that's I mean, you. that's different. That's Ben Neal. That's different. But... <laughs> I don't know. He's just kids are just irrational and they ask for the most ridiculous things. So I do the same thing. So I'm gonna do that the next the next time Brittany cooks for me. Um, and like something that like finger food, like a French fries or something. I'm like, I only want that French fry. The one the on one the bottom the of back. the, <laughs> the yeah, pile. Please, the bottom of the pile. That's the one I want. And then she'll punch me in the face, and I'll be walking around <laughs> with an iPad, fucking John Moxley. Um, but. You know, so it is your birthday weekend. So, of course, Triple H and NXT were like, you know what? We're going to give her the birthday gift that she always wanted. And that is Keith Lee becoming the brand new NXT North American champion in an incredible match with Roddy Strong Mm -hmm. to main event the show this week. How do you feel that your boy on your birthday weekend wins the title? I'm glad you said birthday weekend because Frankie keeps saying your birthday's only Friday. And like, dude. It's all week, bro. I mean, it is only Friday. I mean, no, it's that's... like all week. But anyway. Um, it's my birthday year. It's my birthday this year. No, the whole year is my birthday. So. That's not a thing. Week it's is a thing. A thing. Month sometimes a thing. No, year no is month. not. You're at the end of the month. It's everybody's birthday year, okay? 
everybody. Yeah, but mine first. I said it first, so it's mine. No, okay? Actually, you're, it's your, you're the it, last it bit a... that nobody cares about because they're worried about Christmas. So, so fun on. fact, th- that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even argue that. <laughs> Whatever. Back to Keith Lee, the precious angel that he is. I was very excited that he won. I actually wasn't so sure he was going to win, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, um, but that match, I was just like, there were, it was like so many times where you're like, I just don't understand how this is still going on. Like, mm-hmm. they keep kicking out. He looks like he's like dead during the match, but then he kicks out. And it was just, it was great. Well, he did a fantastic job at selling his leg. Yeah. Like, Roddy was working on it, and he did an incredible job. That's why every time you, they did this crazy spot, I mean, the one spot that looked like Roddy hurt himself when he, like, lifted him off the top, gave him the angle slam off the top rope, Roddy, like, slipped on the rope a little bit. Oh, well, I mean, because it took, like, what, two or three times for them to get that move? Like, I don't know what Roddy yeah, was doing. Yeah, they kept slipping. There was at a certain point yeah. that I was like, you should probably just give it up. I just, like, it was, know, this is painful to watch. And I think that last one, it was just, like, he didn't want to struggle anymore. So he was like, I'm just going for it. And it was just like, Yeah, bam. he just did it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it was still a great match. And, of course, we get the Imperium Undisputed stuff at the end of the match. But I'm very, very hyped and very excited for Keith Lee. He definitely deserves it. We talked about it on past shows that now they need to start taking the belts off of Undisputed just because, you know, these other divisions need love, too. They yeah. It's all the one... <clears throat> you know, segment on the show, right? Because they're all together. Uh, you know, and, and the North American title was the one title that could be taken off and actually given to somebody else because there's an actual division just waiting. There's all these guys in, like, the mid-card, quote-unquote, of NXT that need this while Adam Cole is doing his thing in the main event. Mm-hmm. So, awesome to see. Definitely my match of the night. I don't know if, if you feel the same or maybe it's a tag team. What do you think? I think I probably yeah I would say that it was between that and um the Riddle Dunn match yeah 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 the undisputed era match was good with Grizzly Young Vets but like I just man the 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 thing that put it over for me was the the selling that Keith Lee was doing on his leg mm-hmm. like he sold that shit through the whole match all the way to the end which I loved and he wins with his finisher which is like the jackhammer which is, I'm super excited about. And then, like, I don't know, it's just cool to keep, see Keith Lee as champion. And now that division is wide open, mm-hmm. right? Hopefully we get him versus Dijak at Portland, I mean, TakeOver Portland. And, like, you get to see that great match again, but on a TakeOver stage with, like, some legitimate time. No commercials. And we get to see those guys go at it because we know they can have an unbelievable match. Very true. So what else? What else could we talk about? Before we get out of here, It'll be a shorter show this week. I don't want to keep MJ long because late. Um, you know, her quinceañeras in the morning. I have a couple that. Well, that was one of the questions from Twitter, but I think I okay. had something else. There was more. Um. Oh, <laughs> also from Sin City Brett. How long before Walter Bonafide commits homicide with those chops? Oh, Adam Cole is still looking for his shoes. God. So we need to talk about this. <laughs> so let me let me let me let me paint the scene for you guys at home. So I'm tired from work. Brittany's tired from work. We're watching NXT. Brittany falls asleep. I don't know, it was probably like 10:30. She fell asleep. So like I'm watching it, right? And I'm like, you know, I'm laying down. I'm I'm comfortable, whatever. She's sleeping. It's like quiet in the apartment. 
and I'm, and the match starts to pick up, right? And then like you know whatever the match ends, Keith Lee wins. I set it up. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then the the attack happens when Walter hit Adam Cole. I felt like I got hit. <laughs> and if you haven't seen this, please go on. It, it's all over Twitter. WWE Fox, the, oh their my. Twitter account, they tweeted it. So yeah, they check did. Their that's that's where I saw the, the gift. But oh my god, he hit him so hard, and Adam Cole like flipped, mm-hmm. and it was just like, oh. And everybody knows Walter has these chops that like resonate in your soul watching at home because <laughs> it makes such a loud bang. And it's funny because, um, you know, on a podcast, R- Matt Riddle said that. The two hardest times he's ever been hit in his life were by a Walter chop with one hand, and equal to that is Keith Lee chopping with two hands because Keith Lee does it like overhand chop. And Riddle said that that Walter chop is brutal. So, like, oh my God, I'm surprised Adam Cole didn't like post a picture (laughs) afterwards with his dented chest. Rob said, I'm convinced I need someone with medical training to tell me he isn't going to stop someone's heart one day with those chops. Oh my god it's just like it's so it's he it's so fucking hard that it's just like how does that not i wouldn't want to willingly take that oh they're god. gonna be like oh you're gonna get chopped i'm like hell no like, they were like listen they were like listen you can either do the spot that cole did with champa at war games where he like backdropped him mm-hmm. you can either do that spot or you can get hit by walter but like dude fucking i'm jumping off two cages I'm, you're crazy at least i might live i'm gonna walter's gonna kill me oh that ring. my god i can imagine and adam cole's so and it's funny too because like when they did this standoff right so it's like imperium and then undisputed era and then it's like adam cole and fucking walter it's like Aww. three adam coles and like i'm like Adam Cole, you better run, bro. He's gonna kill you. And then he that, and then he that chop him. happens. Oh my god, that shit was devious. And then the I last question, we didn't really get much. Um, this one's interesting. Um, because I know you like him. So he said, I am Jermazing said, just my opinion, Angel Garza is overrated. What do you think of wow. him? I just don't get him as champion. <sighs> so <sighs> I really like Angel Garza mm-hmm. because to me he brings a level of charisma to the NXT uh, Cruiserweight Championship. Right now, obviously in the ring we haven't seen him do a lot, but it's just so to me with wrestling, especially with WWE style wrestling, uh, it's very much like entertain me. Right, I want you to entertain me. The matches don't have to be these New Japan fucking hour long clinic incredible wrestling matches right they could be they don't have to be i want to be entertained same way as like velveteen dream is very entertaining he's not the best wrestler on the roster but he's one of the most popular he's one of the most entertaining you look at Shawn michaels triple h every fucking interview they say velveteen dreams the guy and all this stuff mm-hmm. i think angel garza has this like charisma to him right so it, it's just like natural and it makes it so much fun to watch him grow right because remember Yes, and it's a cruiserweight title, but like it's still like you know it's an NXT, so it's still like a developmental thing. So we're gonna sit back and watch him become a better performer over and over again. And as we are right now, it's not a stereotypical Mexican gimmick. Yeah, you know I mean, it, it, he's just 
like a like a playboy. It's not like he's like, oh, I'm a Mexican drug lord. Or I'm a Mexican playboy. I'm a Mex. It's just like I wear no, a mask I'm, because I'm a mas- Mexican luchador. Well, I mean, well, I mean, he wore a mask too. I think. Yeah, but not like that's not like his thing. I just feel like they like need it to be their thing. I don't know. I just I, that was the one thing I was actually saying to Frankie when they were showing Angel Garza on the screen, and I was like, you know. It's good to see, like, the Latinos actually having things that are not WWE stereotyping them. And then, like, he has a Cruiserweight title. We have Andrade has a U.S. title. So, yep. I'm just, I'm enjoying Damian Priest this right doesn't now. have a... A corny gimmick. A, and now we have Mercedes gimmick, yeah. Martinez. Who has terrible music, but we forgive her. I mean, she doesn't have a terrible gimmick. So, that's, I'm just happy to finally see some representation on... TV. On the Puerto Rican side, it did not be, or on the Hispanic side, it did not be like overly fucking right, Spanish. Yeah. Like, we get it. You know, we get it. Or just I don't like I, the stereotypes of. I just, Spanish. I like Angel Garza. I liked Angel Garza when he came out in whatever that like fucking newcomers tournament shit was. Like, I liked him then. I was like, ooh, I like this guy. Yeah. He has, to me, he has the it factor. Now, can he, you know, in the ring, is he gonna, is he gonna last? I don't know. Right, I haven't seen a lot of him, but I know he's like a Mexican legend, right? I know the Garza name in Mexico means something. Uh, so, like, I'm excited to see what he does here. Plus, here's the most important thing of it all. The more of Angel Garza and Andrade and people like, and uh, Umberto Carrillo and all these people that we get, mm-hmm. we stay far away from Alberto Del Rio. Because if these, if these Spanish uh, wrestlers are succeeding... They don't need to go and get Del Rio because they have their Spanish wrestlers right there. I because mean, I just because they're the same race doesn't mean you need no, to no. replace one with the other. No, no. So, but I know like earlier last year, they were talking about bringing Del Rio back. There were, there was rumors. I don't think it was ever going to happen, but I know there were rumors. I'm just rumors. saying, but if you have, I just, obviously you bring him back because when you do the Mexican tours, you gotta have Mexican wrestlers, right? I just like, that you could. Showcase. I hear that all the time. You hear that all the time. Oh, we don't need this person works. because we have this person. Bianca know, is the better Sasha, and we like you know it, you don't need to like compare them just because like, I understand, the same race. but but that's that's how normal people well, do. It. But no. we're talking about how the company views it. I'm still gonna right? no because I see fans say that shit all the time. I don't well, think it's fans necessary. Are we know we know fans are dumb. We don't but say we don't need Mandy Rose because we have another white chick. Like, it, that don't happen unless it's, like, a minority race. That's when that stuff happens. And that was MJ's soapbox moment of the week. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You don't know? You never heard a phrase, like, get it on your soapbox? No. Oh, my God. It's like, when, like, like think about you're in the city and you, you stand on something and you're like, I got something to say. Mm. Type of thing. You know what I mean? I you mean, it's just always bothered me, so you triggered me. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be a show if I didn't trigger you, you know? I'm just because it's your I'm birthday. Just yeah, just you're tired, right? It always bothers uh, me. Alex wasn't on Grey's Anatomy. No, don't even bring that up. Because I'm so right? pissed about that. All right. They wrote him off. I <laughs> I wish wrestling would do that. Like, yo, where's uh where the fuck is Johnny Gargano? Like, ah, yeah, uh, he went to Iowa to visit his mother. <laughs> what? <laughs> so- <laughs> just left his wife and never come back that makes sense 
fucking bullshit. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? I'm pissed. She's gonna end up. She's gonna end up with Link. I hope you know that. Mm, no. Yep, because no. God forbid Grey's Anatomy lets anybody else date out of the fucking show. No. What the it's not even... the hot doctor Deluca is gonna end up with Maggie. Well, no, they were they already dated, been there, done that. Well, but here we go I again, because Meredith is going to end up with this new guy, and then Owen's going to go back to Amelia, um, and no, then he's fucking, uh, he's with Teddy. what's the, Teddy, no, they ain't going to be together. Yes, they are. Mm-mm, drama. Drama. And people say wrestling's fake. Oh my God, stop it. <laughs> oh my God, did you hear Johnny Gargano cheated on Candice? Oh my God, did he cheated on Candice with Shayna Basev. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> And she's with Bobby Lashley, and then, but in reality, she has this secret love affair with Liv Morgan that she's not talking about, even though in real life Lana and Rusev are still married. So that storyline is fucking. And their stupid. dog has an Instagram that posts and tags them both in it. So. Oh really? Does it? I, I saw. I came it, across yeah. it one day. No, I think I saw on my explore Rusev page a page, posted. and then they like tagged their dog's Twitter. So I'm like, I looked at it just because I was curious and thought it's a cute dog. So, yeah. and then I noticed and I'm like, so like two days ago, I was like traveling with mom and dad, but like there, that storyline is going on. And it's just, I mean, I mean, it just, I mean, I guess like any other show, like we know Meredith has a real life husband and she doesn't have to hide it. But I, wrestling has this like weird thing where it's like, I don't know. Cause they like try to we make it real. We are in the reality era. But like, I don't know. It's just, but it's we're weird. in the reality era. It's been dubbed that by Triple H, and real life relationships are shown on TV. Yeah, like Becky and Seth were on TV. Chelsea Green, Zach Ryder, fucking Naomi, and whatever Uso she dates, John or Jay, whatever the fuck his name is. Or like Jay. they're on TV. They don't uh-huh. like do these love storylines anymore with people if they're not <laughs> actually a couple. Yeah, just. I mean, weird. I guess Mandy Rose and Otis aren't a couple, right? I mean, for his sake, I hope they are. <laughs> you never know, okay? You never they're know. Not a couple. I know they're not a couple, but I'm just saying, like, it's not like it's not like Mandy Rose is on TV dating John Cena, and they're like a known couple in public, and then on TV, Mandy Rose is also dating Otis. Like, it's not. There's like a separation to it. Yeah, I don't know. Like Carmella's not in a fucking storyline with a boyfriend because she's with Corey Graves. You know what I mean? Even though being with Corey Graves, I think, has kind of put her career on a fucking standstill right now. So, Because I think that if she if she wasn't with Corey and didn't have to get moved to SmackDown, she would have stayed on Raw and would probably be doing more. Because she's, like, not even on TV on SmackDown. No. It's sad. I mean, they're not she tweets about married, it all the time. so it wouldn't have made a difference. According to Carmella, it's if you're in a serious relationship. Hmm. It's not just marriage anymore. Because somebody asked her, and she was like, oh, it's I'm on SmackDown because Corey's on SmackDown. So they gotcha. kept us together. I mean, they live together now, right? And they have a dog. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, it's, it's probably what it is. Like, oh, do you live together? Like, are you that level of serious? So we'll keep you together. And and while we're talking about WWE couples, and here's where we haven't gotten the Queen of Shade a lot tonight. I want to get it right now. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Charlotte and Andrade for matching all the time. give them a shout-out for that. I Don't give him a shout out. It is so corny. I'm just, I'm just one of the. I hate matching. I hate it. I don't know what it is. And when Frankie does it, he'll do it sometimes to bug me. Like one time we were going to a Yankee game, and so I'm wearing, you know, the stereotypical like navy blue Yankee shirt with the white Yankee thing. And I, I don't. I think it might have been my Granderson shirt. I was a huge Granderson fan back in the day. Um, 
And I was wearing light jeans and I had black bands on. Frankie was wearing the same kind of shirt and well, light I mean, jeans. No, no, no. But listen, listen, light jeans. And he was wearing white sneakers. But he saw I was wearing my black bands and switched his sneakers into his black bands. <laughs> and so I was so pissed off because I did not want to match. I just don't, I don't like matching. Maybe if we were going to like an event where we had to dress up, there could be some type of matching in a way. But I just, I don't like matching. So I cringe the fact that every outfit Charlotte and Andrade wears matches it's the same i just don't like buy your own Yo, wardrobe young love young love okay they're old they're, they're young, older they're, they're not young love yeah but they're i think what it is was they got together and he was like yeah you can't dress let me help you out yeah and then that's I, listen that's what's going on i want to stick up for charlotte but i will say this andrade stepped her swag up yeah she I out mean, here she's admitted that he like dressed her for an event before yeah, he's out here. She's swagged out. That's why I mean, Ric Flair probably very sharp allowed dresser. him. The, he's he a great dresser. Ruined it now by matching Charlotte. Yeah, <laughs> this is not needed. See, this is why I brought it up because we 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 didn't get the full Queen of Shade this week. Now we just got fifteen-year-old Queen of Shade. Like thinking you know? about their picture with their guest shirts and their jeans. And, oh God! And then the, the Tims. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had that's the picture I had in my in my mind. I think too. that was I think the one I one sent, you sent you. Me, yeah, and you were like, "What?" That the was fuck? the one that was like, "Damn it! I just I can't deal with this anymore." <laughs> oh I man. Know, I know. Well, that's all we have for the show this week. That's all, folks. That's all. Um, if you guys want to follow the show, it's at Who Got Next Pod. If you want to join the conversation, send us more questions. We love answering your guys' questions every week. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be the same people. It could be new people. I don't care. We just love talking to you guys. What we do at Who Got Next Pod on Twitter. Tell them where they can follow you and, and tell you happy birthday because this show comes out on Saturday. So, my birthday so her birthday was was the day before. But you can still say it. Happy it's the birthday belated, weekend, right? Yeah. She said it. Belated birthday. Send me a gif of like stuff. I don't know that I like. But it's MJ underscore Santi with two eyes. And I just wanted to say, so my friend is in the air force right now she doesn't watch wrestling at all and she told me today she listens to our podcast sometimes just to support me so i'm shouting out my friend michelle she lives in alaska right now which is moving soon but yeah i just had to say that shout out to you if you made it to the end of the show (laughs) she will i'll let her know (laughs) support thank you for the support thank you for listening and uh the air force is cool right i don't know what do i say thank you for serving your Thank you for protecting our country. You've never been around a military Absolute. person? Who the fuck do I... That's a military person. I mean... Frankie. You know, you know, I was going to say, you know a veteran, at least. Yeah, Frankie. I know people... I think I know people who serve. I'm trying to think. I don't... Like, I know of people. Oh, wait. Uh, Brittany's friend's husband is in the Marines. The one that was just visiting you? Holy shit, you're terrible. Yeah. Welcome to my life. <laughs> they were just there. We didn't talk about it though. We didn't yeah, but when you told like, you know, me about her, I, I actually now that you mentioned it, now you were like, "Oh yeah, her husband's in the Marines or whatever." I don't know what's going on. I don't even know my name. All right, I had to sit in court today, or the when this day that it recorded, and the stories that I could tell you guys, man, people are fucking stupid. Okay, and I think that stupidness wore off on me. Well, I was stupid already, but it became more stupid.
Well, that's it. That's enough for the show. Bye. Make sure you guys wish MJ a happy birthday. Wish me a happy birthday year. At no. Who got next pod? Thank you. See you guys later. Alligators. Bye. Thanks for listening. And who got next? <laughs>